I've authored a book called Power to Win, which introduces a simple method to get on the path to get addiction-free and start a fresh life. Uh, I'm going to talk about Moses in the Old Testament and the fact that he received the Ten Commandments directly from God impacted his life greatly. Uh, Moses had a face-to-face -face encounter with God. And after he came from Mount Sinai, where he stayed for 40 days, uh, he had this encounter with God. You know the word quarantine comes from 40 days of confinement or 40 days away. Uh, Jesus himself, he fasted for 40 days and in the mountain also. So uh, here we see the actual quarantine that happened, not uh, as a result of an infirmity, of a confinement because of a virus, but a confinement because of an encounter with the supernatural God of the Bible. So today, that's what I'm going to talk about, and I hope you learned something. Now, this is my face mask uh, that my wife did for me. Imagine if I preached like this. Well, some people want to say, if you want to start church, the prison worship team has to wear a face mask. I don't think so. But uh, I'm just wearing this mask now to show you that, uh, in fact, it's not a great thing when you're seeing or when you're receiving uh, a message from someone that has a face mask like this. But this is literally how... Moses had to walk uh, after his encounter with God. And we're going to read about it in the Bible. And during the Exodus, God descended on Mount Sinai. Uh, and uh, he invited Moses to visit him at the top of the mountain. Uh, Moses met the Lord. And after that, we see that this leader, prophet, had a great change in his personality. Uh, and we uh, have multiple uh, books of the Bible that were written as a result of this encounter. And, of course, the tables of the law, the tablets of the law, the Ten Commandments were given to mankind. Now, uh, the subject I'm talking today, it's a difficult subject in terms, in terms of theology. So theologians are divided in their opinions about what happened uh, and why did Moses had to hide his face from the people. But first of all, let me tell you, why do I say it's a do-it-yourself mask? It's because as we read through the uh, records of the Old Testament, we do not find a commandment or an order of God to do such thing as that mask. So Moses did the mask himself, uh, to cover uh, the shine on his face. Uh, the veil or the face mask that uh, he had, uh, is, uh, uh, it was uh, not something permanent. We don't see that he wore it all the days of his life, but he used it for a period of time. And uh, let's dive a little bit uh, deeper into this story. Now, in Exodus 19:18, we learn that the Mount Sinai was covered with smoke uh, 
what we uh, identify in Scripture as the Shekinah glory of the Lord. It was a very dense cloud. And the Lord said, don't come near or you will not survive. Don't even touch the stones, the base of the mountain. It was strictly forbidden to approach and to touch the mountain with the penalty of death. So everybody was scared. Everybody was afraid. But Moses went to the mountain being called by God. And we read in Exodus 33, and I'm going to read from verse 17 to verse 20. It says, And God said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked. For you have truly gained my favor, and I have singled you out by name. He said, Oh, Lord, let me behold your presence. And God answered, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim before you the name eternal, and the grace that I grant, and the compassion that I show. Continuing, but you cannot see my face, for a human being may not see my face and leave. You cannot see my face, for a human being cannot see my face and leave. So here we see uh, how majestic is the presence of God. And uh, we don't know if it's not possible to see uh, God because of the majesty of his presence, or if God doesn't want us to see him. So th this is also open for discussion. But it's not the subject of my message. The subject of my message is that after this powerful encounter with God, Moses had a glow, a special glow in his face. So after spending this time in the mountain in Exodus 34, 29, we don't know exactly what it looked like, but it says that Aaron, his brother, was afraid of Moses and the rest of the people, too, we see on verses 31 that he started wearing a face mask, a veil over his face, uh, to shroud the glory. After spending 40 days and 40 nights in God's presence, Moses came down the mountain and he brought in his hands the tablets of the law. Let's read in Exodus chapter 39, verses 29 to 35. It says that when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands that the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. Notice now verse 33. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses will put the veil back over his face until he went to speak with the Lord. We see here that not only God spoke to Moses in the mountain, but now in the tent of revelation, in that special place where God prepared a little area so the high priest, 
could communicate with him. Here God spoke to Moses, and whenever that happened, his face was radiant. He had then to wear a face mask to cover the glory, because people were afraid of the glory. Moses hid his face uh, behind that mask, and some Jewish scholars even suggested that he had two masks, like a double mask, to uh, hide the glory of the Lord and also to hide the fading glory of the Lord. Paul referred to this, and we will talk about it a little bit later. But let me tell you that whenever you have an encounter with God, something changes inside, but there's also a change on the outside. It's a fact that when Jesus Christ comes into your life, not only your heart is changed and renewed, but even your face, even your expression is changed because you've been in the presence of the Lord. Now, let me tell you that uh, some of us in uh, many regions of the world, many countries, in order to enter a store, we need to wear a mask. And uh, doctors say it's not just to protect yourself, it's to protect others. And, and many people are debating, should we wear the mask or not? Let me tell you, yes, wear the mask. Uh, if we are compassionate for people and people are offended with what we do, we can cover the things that cause that of offense. Uh, it's like when you're driving on a dark road and you see a rabbit and the rabbit is scared because of the lights, the headlights of your car. Many rabbits, instead of running away, they charge right at the lights and they die because they're so afraid of those, of those headlights. Some people are afraid of the glory of God because it reveals everything. We don't want our life to be exposed. We don't want our deep seen, our deep secrets to be exposed and to be seen by others. I believe that people that had encounters with Moses were afraid that the presence of God was in, uh, in Moses in such a way that he was able to penetrate and to see deep into their souls. Maybe that's one of the reasons. Maybe another reason that they were scared, it's uh, because they saw a deep change, a transformation in the man they loved and they learned to follow. And when the glory of God comes over those that preach the word of God, Many times people are afraid, they hide themselves. I've been a pastor and a church planter for more than 30 years, 34 years, going to 35, that I've been planting churches. And I had seasons in which the glory of God manifests in such a way that we see miracles, we see signs, we see wonders, we see the presence of God. Those are extraordinary times that I love and I wish we were in right now. They don't happen all the time, but we don't know why. Sometimes there's a visitation of God, and God starts to do amazing miracles. Many people are really afraid of those miracles. I've seen people that need the miracle in their lives, and they don't come to church anymore because they're so afraid of being exposed. Let me tell you that uh, Paul also addressed this in the New Testament. But before we go further... Let me show you some of the Old Testament rules so we, we understand a few things about God and how God is leading his people. In Leviticus 14, talking about rules of hygiene, it says, 
Uh, the one to be cleansed shall then wash his clothes, shave all his hair, and bathe in water and be clean. Shave the hair like I, I, I have shaved mine. He says, now afterward he may enter the, cu- the camp, but he shall sit, stay outside for seven days. It will be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair, he shall shave his head and beard and his eyebrows, even all his hair. He shall then wash his clothes and bathe his body in water and be clean. We know by depictions, by uh, paintings, uh, old paintings, that uh, uh, the Israelites uh, enjoyed long hair and beard. In fact, when we see paintings of Jesus is how he is depicted. He, with a beard and long hair. Was he uh, wearing uh, any kind of special garment, uh, special haircut, special beard cut? We don't really know. Uh, fashion changes, and uh, as it changes today, it changes in those days. This was not a matter of fashion. This is a matter of life and death. In order to purify themselves, Israelites... Had to stay sometimes a whole week, seven days outside the camp with no communication with people. And after that, they had to shave all the hair, the beard, even the eyebrows, wash themselves. And it's very detailed here in the book of Leviticus. The rules of hygiene of the Old Testament are just amazing. We question ourselves. Uh, about uh, the, the scripture that says that during that crossing of the desert in 40 years, uh, they were not plagued. Uh, it's not that they were not sick, they had no illness. Uh, some people say, oh, there was no illness. And I believe that. But as I uh, study and investigate it, what it really means is that for 40 years, they were not plagued with the regular plagues that attack mankind all the time. We have plagues of all types, all kinds. And, and they, they were protected by that. But not only they were protected supernaturally, but I believe the Lord gave them the command in order to protect them in the natural. So they had these rules of what they could eat, what they should eat, what type of animals they could eat, what type of animals they should uh, consider like impure, what was pure, what was not. And they had all the ritual cleansing, the washing of the hands, and the place where they gathered all together, which was the temple, uh, was uh, a place uh, where the priests were commissioned to clean and purify everything. They purified it with water and his hyssop, uh, which was a, a kind of a sprinkling with uh, some purifying uh, elements. So it's so interesting that even though the Bible is a book of the supernatural, God cared for them and gave them the clues in order to keep safe from plagues. And one of those clues was their hygiene, hygiene where in the place where they were in common, which is the temple, where they cleanse all the surfaces, kind of what people do today, and they had all these rules. Now, why am I talking about this? I'm talking about this because... Uh, God has the best for us and we should read the Bible in order to understand and to relate the things that we're living in our day with the word of God and the commands of God from the past. Uh, 
Keep listening to this message because by the end, I will teach you three easy to follow steps that will allow you to grow in Christ and walk in the glory of the Lord. The uh, fact that Moses wear a mask was not because of a virus. It's not because he didn't want to spread a contagion to the people. He wore the mask because people were afraid. Kind of uh, what is happening today. It's not that we really need to wear masks to go to the supermarket, but people are afraid. So the government says, okay, let's put a mask uh, uh, and everybody wears a mask and this way people will feel safe. All right, that's a good thing. This is not my message, let me tell you. But I wanted to share these things because the mask uh, that Moses did uh, uh, was a good thing in one sense that people were not scared of him, but it was a bad thing in the sense that uh, it seemed that uh, from what we read in the New Testament that, uh, and from the understanding of, of Jewish people, that Moses didn't want them to see that the glory of God was fading away from his face. So uh, we read in 2 Corinthians, now I'm, go I'm going to conclude with this, chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. It says, We are not like Moses, who will put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. So here we receive some revelation on why he kept wearing the veil, the face mask, for a longer time than what he should. It says, but their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And we, who with unveiled faces contemplate the, the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So here's what Paul is saying. He's saying that Moses kept the veil for a longer period, he didn't need the veil anymore, any longer, because the, the, the shine in his face had disappeared. But he kept it for a longer period, uh, like showing some signs of uh, hypocrisy. Was it? We don't really know if this is what Paul is saying. But what we know is that he was keeping the veil for a longer time than he should, because uh, he wanted to hide that the presence of God was not there any longer. My question to you, is the presence of God still in you? I'm not here to tell you what I think. I'm here to preach the Word of God and to tell you that we all need to have unveiled faces before the Lord. We know that when Moses went before the Lord, he will remove the mask. Can you imagine if he showed up before the Lord with the mask, that wouldn't make sense because the mask was to hide the glory from the people, to hide that the glory was fading from the people, fading or not fading. What I want to tell you today is that we should be the type of people that Paul is mentioning here 
in this verse of Scripture. When he says that all of us with unveiled faces are being transformed into the image of Jesus through the Spirit of God. Now, today I want to challenge you to remove your spiritual mask. You should have an open face before God and others. But allow the presence of God to come over your life. Let me tell you what I believe. Moses didn't have to do that mask. He did it anyways. He had his reasons. We don't know the reasons. Maybe one day when we get to heaven, we'll be able to ask him. But what I personally believe is that he had no reason to do such mask. Because if God stamped his glory in his face, it's because he wanted to show the people that Moses had the glory and the authority to speak into their lives. Sometimes what we say can scare people. We don't preach the word of God to scare anyone, but we live perilous times. We live in a season in which we need the Holy Spirit and we need the wisdom of God. Many Christians show an incredible lack of wisdom, doing things that they shouldn't do in this very special season that we're going through. Mankind is under a special stress, a special pressure. This is not the mask, the face mask of Moses that I'm talking about. But let me tell you, if you need to go to the supermarket, wear that mask. If you're going to do something else and talk with someone that you need to see face to face, remove the mask. It's not the mask itself that I'm talking about today. What I'm telling you is that we cannot allow the mask of religion to cover our faces when we talk to God or when we talk to people. Take off that mask. Allow the Holy Spirit to use you. Show, reveal the glory of God in everything we do, you do. And as God anoints you to do His work, just allow the Holy Spirit to touch others around you. The glory of God, it's not just a feeling. We base many of our experiences in the way we feel. In this day and age, people are very worried about feelings. The way they feel is very important. Let me tell you that the glory of God, it's not about what you feel, but it's the manifest presence of God in one place, in one person, over a situation. The glory of God uh, is a translation of the old Hebrew expression, the weight of the Lord, or the weight, the heavy weight of God. And I would like to tell you three things we should do in order to manifest the glory of God in our lives. The number one thing is look for the glory. Uh, Acts verse uh, 55, chapter 7, it says, But he, being fooled with the, of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God. This is talking about Stephen. He saw the glory of God. He looked into heaven and he saw the glory of God. Look into the place where the glory is. You won't find the glory of God on Netflix, but you will find the glory of God as you look into God, as you spend time like this, educating yourself, seeking more of the presence of God. The second thing I want to tell you 
in order to get the glory of God in your life is pray for the glory of God. You can ask for that glory. In Romans 8.18, it says, For I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. When the glory of God came over Moses and he saw the glory of God, uh, in Exodus 33.18, it says, Please show me your glory. Here's Moses asking God, show me your glory. Did it happen? Of course it did. He was even shining with the same glory that God manifested. And the last thing I want to tell you, the third thing in order to manifest the glory of God, walk in the glory of God. Last Bible verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Once again, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. The glory of God is like a dwelling place, and we can walk in that, in that glory. It says that it's like a mirror. We should be like a mirror reflecting that glory. It's not your glory. It's not my glory. It's the glory of, of the Lord. When believers experienced the glory of God at Pentecost, they didn't went back to live their normal lives. They went throughout the world and they shared that glory. They shared the Holy Spirit, the presence of God with others. Uh, they preached the gospel. They worked miracles, signs and wonders to manifest the glory of the Lord. Church, you are here on earth to manifest the glory of the Lord. Walk in the glory. In Acts chapter 10, we read on verse 38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So the Holy Spirit anointed Jesus to do a special work, destroy the works of the devil and heal all the oppressed of the enemy. During a season where so many people manifest illness, you and me should pray for people. We should pray for those that were touched by this evil infirmity, that God will heal them. And we have the assurance that as the same way that God anointed Jesus, he's anointing you and me to do the same work. We should manifest the glory of the Lord during this difficult season and show mankind that yes, God loves you, God is real, God is with you, and he still heals, he still delivers from the hands of the devil. So this was my message about the do-it-yourself mask of the Old Testament. Allow God to use your life to touch many. God bless you, and see you here next week.